Ladies and gentlemen, the man we welcome to the stage doesn't just speak because he wants to. He speaks because he was called to. Receiving life's messages is part of who he is, and spreading them is what he's meant to do. Without further ado, Wayne Looney. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here. I'm here now. And as always, I want to thank you for choosing to be here with me today. I got something that I'm really looking forward to speaking with you about, but something I really feel like is super important that the world and people listening can hear right now. And that is adversity and overcoming adversity. Our ability to overcome adversity is very, very essential in this life because adversity is going to come no matter who you are. And our ability to overcome adversity is one of the single most important factors in our success in this life. So today I'm going to be talking about mindset surrounding adversity and how with the correct mindset, how you can overcome any adversity or any obstacle in your life, no matter how difficult it may be. And I'm going to use my own personal experience and my story to do so. So let me take you back to a few years ago, and this is towards the end of 2017. At that point in my life, I was in the mortgage industry. I was a loan officer for an independent mortgage company and a 100% commissioned role. Now, anyone who's ever worked a 100% commissioned role understands that it's pretty much like running your own business. It's up to you to build your own reputation and to bring in your own business. And that can take some time. And at that point, I had been in the mortgage industry for a few years. So I had already started to develop a good reputation and it was starting to pay off. Going into December of 2017, I was headed toward the biggest month of my career. I was going to close the most loans and volume within my region, within my entire company. So that felt great. And that felt fantastic because I finally started to feel like all of my hard work for the past few years was starting to pay off. All of the networking, all the grinding, all the being available on the weekends to be able to pick up some extra deals was finally starting to pay off. And it felt great. Well, on January 1st of 2018, my father passed away in a tragic car accident. And that was very heartbreaking and shocking and devastating for my entire family. I was hurt. I was devastated. My siblings were hurt. His uncles, his aunts, his friends, the many people he stayed in contact with and connected with over many states were hurt and devastated. And with my father passing away as a single man at age 43, it fell on my shoulders as his oldest son to settle his affairs. And with that came a lot of responsibility planning the funeral, picking out the headstone, and also settling his estate. Now, anyone who's ever done this knows just how difficult it can be while in the process of trying to grieve your parent, also having to look at things in a very matter-of-fact type of way because there are so many tasks to be completed and there are so many things to do. And there seems to be so many people to keep informed or to stay in contact with or to touch base with throughout the process. And everyone seemed to have their own individual input on how they believe things should go. And that created a lot of pressure for me because I knew I couldn't please everyone. And at the end of the day, as I planned my father's funeral and as I continued to work to settle his estate, there were relationships that were damaged in the process that will likely never be the same. Now, that same year was a year that my now wife and I had planned to get married. 
And that was something that we didn't want to get away from, especially with the untimely and tragic death of my father. We wanted to make sure that that was something that we followed through with because we had talked about it for a while. And it was something that I had talked to my father about and something that he was really encouraging me to do. We didn't want to get away from that. And we decided, you know what, we're going to get married. We're going to do something a little bit smaller, but we want to get married in six months in the summer of 2018. And with still handling my father's estate and all the things that came with that, I now was adding the responsibility of planning a wedding, which was a positive responsibility. However, it was another responsibility now being added to my already full plate. The pressure and all those added responsibilities started to take a toll on my career and a career and in an industry where a lot of the business and a lot of the work you do is building relationships and creating new relationships and establishing that trust and keeping that trust and staying in contact with people because I did have so many other things that I was taking on at that time, I started to slip in those areas and it shouldered my business. I very quickly went from being one of the top in my company to being one of the bottom few. I wasn't doing as much business as I was used to doing. That was something that my manager at the time, who was one of the most caring, compassionate, and understanding people I've ever worked for, took notice of because he knew that that was uncharacteristic of me. I remember that we had a lot of very honest and open, clear communication about his expectations. And I remember telling him, and I promised that after the wedding, that I was going to kick it back up and get my business back to the level that it was prior to my father passing away. And he gave me that space to do that. In July, the summer of 2018, my wife and I did get married. And that was a very welcome and positive experience in my life. Marrying my wife was one of the best things I've ever done. And that was an experience with the wedding, with the honeymoon, and with having our reception and our party and bringing our family and friends together was something that energized me. And I look forward to using that energy not only to finish settling my father's estate, but also to put that energy back into my career to start building my business again. And as things settled down and I returned to work with this newfound energy, even though I was still handling my father's estate, I fully expected myself to be able to kick it up and ramp back up just like I had done at the beginning of the year. As I tried to do that and as I tried to gear back up, there still felt like there was something missing and I didn't know why. As my company brought in new management, I could feel that my expectations were getting higher and I knew that if I couldn't gear up and if I couldn't move forward, then my time was likely running out. And that's exactly what ended up happening. Despite my greatest efforts, I just was not able to raise my business to the expectation that I knew was set for me and also the expectation that I had for myself based on what I was able to accomplish before. I just always felt distracted and was never able to quite put in the effort that I wanted to. And that led to a conversation with my company and we both came to a mutual agreement that it was best that we went our separate ways. And at the time, I wasn't sure what my next move would be. I knew I had a little bit of money saved up and I would be okay until I figured things out. But being able to distance myself from everything that had happened over the course of that year was something that I knew I needed to be able to do. 
And after about a month of me leaving my position and distancing myself from the mortgage industry and being at home and trying to give myself that time and space to be able to process everything that had happened that year while also still working to settle my father's estate, it seemed like one unexpected bill after the other just kept hitting us. And before I knew it, our entire savings was drained and all of our credit cards were maxed out. That's how difficult it became. And as my wife continued to work and do her best to cover all of our bills, it was very seldom that we had any extra money left. I remember a time specifically where the mortgage was paid and the bills were paid and we did have groceries in our refrigerator. However, we had no extra cash. And I was on my way to pick up our youngest son from school and I had no gas. And I wasn't sure that I had enough gas to even make it home. So my wife had to leave work early that day to meet me at the gas station just so we can put our quarters together and our change together to be able to put enough gas in my car for me to make it home. This is a true story. I couldn't even make this up if I wanted to. By this time, it is the winter of 2018, and I have almost been jobless for three months. As I continue to watch my wife struggle to cover our bills and to be able to provide for our family, even though I had still not settled my father's estate, I decided that I wasn't going to let her struggle anymore and that I was going to do my best to give the mortgage industry another chance because I had been successful before. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go to a new company and a new environment and that should help energize me and that should give me what I need to be able to start bringing business in again. As I accepted a new role and as I started to get settled down at that company, I remember we received a knock on the door one night. It was a person I've never met before, and he served me with papers and a summons to appear in court for child support for my oldest son in just a few weeks. And that really came as a surprise to me because me and my son's mother a couple of years prior had already agreed to share custody and to split costs the best that we could. And I felt like we were doing that. And here I was being served with these papers to appear in court to prove that I hadn't been an absent father. By this time, it is now toward the end of November of 2018, and I am still handling my father's estate. Anyone who's ever had to settle an estate for a passed away loved one knows that these things can sometimes take a while to complete. And I was finally able to get it wrapped up on December 22nd of 2018, which was almost a year to the date that my father passed away. I then had to take the little bit of money that I received from his estate and had to use it to hire an attorney to defend myself going into child support and custody court less than a week later. So 2019 started off in a very similar way that 2018 did for me, and that was with facing adversity. After a couple of court hearings and mediation, my son's mother and I were finally able to come to an agreement. Now, I just want to send my sympathies out to anyone who's ever had to go through family court or child custody court. Not only is it difficult for both parents involved, the true people who are hurt and who suffer in this situation are typically the kids. By this time, it is now spring of 2019, and this is the busy season for real estate and the mortgage industry. And as I look forward to gearing up for the busy season, I found out my dog had cancer and he ended up passing away less than a month later. Now, anyone who has ever lost a pet knows just how heartbreaking this is because it is like losing a family member. It was very heartbreaking for my wife and I, but also for our two boys. 
it was really difficult for me to wrap my mind around because I had built a bond with this dog for almost a decade. And there were times when I had no one else that he was there to give me comfort. It was like when he passed away, everything over the last year hit me all at once because I was able to suppress some of those feelings and those emotions from my dad passing away and going through that child custody battle with task-oriented things. Now that all that was aside, it was like it all hit me at once. And all of the feelings and all of the emotions and everything that I was suppressing, when it finally did come to the surface, it became crippling and it engulfed me and it sent me into a deep depression that I hadn't felt since being off of medication five years prior. This depression lasted for about two months. To the outside observer, it probably looked like I was just a little less social or a little less motivated. But on the inside, I was really dealing with and processing a lot. When I finally did come out the other side of the depression, I felt like I had grown and I felt like I had evolved because I had taken the time to process all the feelings and emotions that came from the passing of my father and the passing of my dog. And I was finally ready to move on from it. At that point, I had accepted that my career in the mortgage industry was finished. Because of the timing and because of the depression, I wasn't as motivated and as attentive as I could have been during the busiest season of the year. And because of that, a lot of people that I was used to working with or partnering with were sending their business elsewhere. So I knew that it was time for me to move on and I was okay with that. By this time, it is now the summer of 2019 and I received a job offer from a company doing something very similar in finance that I was doing in mortgages. And this company was offering me a guaranteed salary, great benefits, and that would allow me to step away from the 100% commission role. And that's exactly what I needed at that point in my life. So I accepted this position and I look forward to transitioning out of my role in mortgages and into my new position. And as my wife and I started to celebrate our newfound security with this role, we got the unexpected and surprising news that she was pregnant. We felt like things were finally starting to look up for us and that everything that we had been through over the past year and a half was finally leading us to something. And as I started to settle down in my new role, my wife and I started to look forward and prepare for the new addition to our family. She had a miscarriage shortly after. Now, I would be lying if I said that this didn't make me angry. Considering everything we had been through up to that point, it seemed just like a smack in the face to have something else happen to us. And to witness my wife go through that, the sorrow and the sadness and the feeling of hopelessness that I felt are very, very hard to describe. Now, I know that there are many families who have went through this not only once, but multiple times. And I want to send my sympathies to those families because it is a very difficult thing to deal with. It was something that took time for the wife and I to process and to be able to deal with the heartbreak and the disappointment of losing a child. And it was something that I don't believe we knew how to communicate about at first. So during conversation, it was one of those topics that we just kind of avoided for a while. And even though it was something that we didn't discuss, I know the wife and I both felt like we still had to band together and we still had to keep an optimistic attitude no matter what, because that was the only way that we were going to make it through it. Now, after about two months, this is now the fall of 2019, 
One day I said, you know what? I'm ready to talk about this. So I called my wife as she was on her way home from work. I just told her how hurt and how devastated I was, how hurt I knew she was, and that I loved her and how helpless it made me feel to see her go through that and not being able to do anything about it. I also told her that I did want to try again for another child and how I was afraid to even admit that or say it out loud because I knew that it could take some time and I was just afraid to be disappointed. She 100% agreed with me. And we talked about how we were just going to have to put it out to the universe on what we wanted and we were going to have to trust the universe's timing of it all. And by the end of the conversation, I believe we both felt reassured and optimistic about our chances of having a child in the very near future. And that was the end of the conversation. Well, the next morning, my wife, for whatever reason, woke up and decided, you know what, for fun, I'm just going to take a pregnancy test just to see what happens. And when she did, that test came back positive. I know this sounds completely crazy, but this is another one of those things that happened that I couldn't make up or script, even if I wanted to. This renewed our hope, our faith, and our trust in the universe's timing and in the universe's reasoning for everything. And as I reflected on the previous two years and everything that had led us up until that point, I started to gain a new appreciation for everything that I had been through. And as I reflected, on my life and everything that led me up to that two-year time span, I realized that everything that had happened prior to that had prepared me and had made me strong enough to make it through it. And it was this single realization that not only gave me a newfound appreciation for my wife and I's relationship, for my health, for my family, for my kids, and now also for my five-month-old daughter, it's also what gave me the courage to finally make the leap to start my own business as a life coach, but also gave me the courage to be here right now speaking to you about topics such as this. So that's all I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to take my story and use it as an example to examine your life. And if you're currently facing adversity, I want you to take a look at what you're going through right now. And I want you to ask yourself, what is this intended to teach me? Because every obstacle or adversity that appears in our life is meant to teach us something. I know sometimes it can feel like it was meant to hurt you, but nothing we are led to is meant to hurt us and nothing that we are led to, we are not strong enough to overcome. And if you do need a little bit of extra strength, I want you to look back on some of the things that you have already overcome and use the lessons from those things to get through what is happening in your life right now. And if you're not facing adversity, I want you to remind yourself of everything you have overcome. And I want you to keep the understanding that obstacles and overcoming adversity is part of life. No matter who you are and no matter what you do, you are always going to have to overcome adversity. And it's this mindset and it's this understanding that allows you to approach adversity when it comes into your life with the optimistic attitude and with the understanding that it is meant to teach you something. And this is what helps you overcome anything that may appear in your life. I hope this message today gives you positive energy. I hope those that are going through things, I want to let you know that I'm thinking about you. And I want to thank those who continue to listen this far. I hope everyone has a fantastic Thanksgiving. And until next time, know that I am sending positive energy your way.